First, you discover you have an intuition. Then you spend the time to evolve it. Then you start to integrate it. And when you've integrated your intuition with your other three voices, you're now 80% intuition, 20%. They're like warning bells. They're like your gaslight coming on. It's a little battery in the fire alarm going, hello, there's something here for you to learn, Michelle. I'm trying to, you you think that I'm trying to tell you you're not good enough or you can't do that or um, you're don't do that. You're going to get hurt when in reality, your intuition could say, what do you deserve to learn so that as you're doing these activities and inspired actions, you can create the life that you want. Welcome to the Good Life Coach Podcast. I am your host, Michelle Lamoureux. The intention of this show is to awaken you to your fullest potential. Join me each week for inspiring interviews to elevate an area of your life, as well as interviews with women entrepreneurs who are creating success on their own terms. Each episode provides actionable tips to guide you to design a life you love. Hey there, it's Michelle Lamoureux and welcome back to the Good Life Coach Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about intuition with Jen Benninger, who's the Genius Unlocked founder and CEO of Genius Unlocked Institute, a board-certified company where Jen coaches, coaches, mentors, and transforms leaders' personal and professional lives. Jen has refined the art of coaching others on how to delve into what's holding them back and guiding them to successfully live in their purpose by calling on their intuition. And that's really at the heart of the show, tuning into what lights you up, trying to uncover that purpose and just live full on. So when you're 85 years old, you're not looking back going, darn it, I didn't really live the life that I had dreamed of. So welcome, Jen. Thank you so much, Michelle. I'm so excited to be here and absolutely love talking about intuition and how we can bring that in to our everyday life so that we can create the life that we want. Yeah. I, I, I'm excited to learn more about, you know, how we, your process for tapping into intuition, but I think it's sort of interesting. I think with a lot of coaches, many of us, and I know from your background, you started in corporate uh, and then transitioned into this world of coaching. I'd love to hear how your story began. Like, how did you make that transition and how did intuition come into your practice? Like being at the forefront of it. Absolutely. Um, I, yes, I did start in corporate America. I do live in the Silicon Valley in the Bay area. Um, you know, went for the whole graduated from college, jumped right into corporate, went through an IPO, um, wasn't a Facebook IPO where I'd be, you know, be living on an Island somewhere. Um, yeah, got to experience that whole corporate life. Well, what I realized I was actually an entrepreneur from, from the get-go, probably back when I started selling Girl Scout cookies, you know? Um, and then I realized that being in corporate America, was always about building someone else's dream. And I, I, I was very successful in corporate America, yet I realized that I truly wanted to build my life and my dream. And my husband at the time and I, um, we actually struggled a little bit, well, actually a lot with infertility. And I realized that stress was a huge component into our difficulties in getting pregnant and starting our family. So I made a decision one day, it's about 29 years old, did my 20s. And I said, you know what, I'm done. I really want to go out and um, build a life that I want, reduce the stress in my life. Mm 
Mm-hmm. And um, now I'm lovingly have um, a 20, almost a 20 year old daughter and almost a 16 year old daughter. So I realized when I transitioned out of that stress where I was all about someone else, Yeah. when I shifted to be all about me in, in a positive way, right. You know, living in my, in my genius and w- what was I all about? So I, so I did this, Michelle, I took my corporate experience that I had for 10 years. I transitioned that into business coaching. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was, I really was like, Hey, look, I know how to help a company and I know how to help a business. And I know how to help an entrepreneur go to six, multiple six and seven figures. But here is the key. They wouldn't do what I said. And I don't know if you find this right. My clients, they wouldn't do what I said. I said, no, 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 Bob. All you got to do is A, B, C, and D, and you can hit that. Well, what I realized after a few years of beating my head against a wall is I couldn't figure out, and well, I finally figured out what was stopping them and what was stopping me is they weren't trusting themselves. They weren't listening to their intuition mm-hmm. and they weren't using their positive mindset to actually figure out how to go do what I, what I was telling you know them to do. Yeah. Because I had some clients that did, right? I'm sure you've experienced, right? You have some clients that'll do everything that you say. And you're like, oh, when you denominalize it, you're like, well, why are they doing what I'm saying? And why are these, those aren't doing what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, it all came down to what are they telling themselves in their own mind? What are they telling themselves in their mind? So when I figured that out, I was like, okay, I'm going to start looking into what that, what that's all about. And I also realized during my infertility, I wasn't listening to myself either. Mm -hmm. I wasn't listening to my intuition at the beginning. Well, I didn't even realize it was my intuition. So when I quit corporate and just cold turkey came home one day and said, nope, I want to have a family. This is what I want to do. I don't want to be stressed out anymore. And I didn't realize it was my intuition at the time. So what I ended up um, really studying is what are those four voices inside your head. So Michelle, I'm sure you've experienced this, your listeners have experienced this. And so I started on this journey of figuring out what are the voices that are really inside our heads and which ones are we listening to? Mm-hmm. Which one should we, are we not listening to? Yeah. So not to go too much, you know, too much more, you know, kind of sideways on the story, but it really, once I realized that when you were listening to the three voices that aren't serving you, which we call what our inner critic, our inner child and our inner ego, when we listen to them and we don't listen to our intuition, then we start spiraling. We start running in patterns. We start creating more stress and less of what we want and more a constricted lifestyle. So when I started really understanding what our intuition is, which I can share with you in just a moment, what our what, what we believe our intuition is, not only believing we have one, mm. first you got to believe you have one. Some people don't even think they have an intuition. Some people think we're just uh, you know, we're just here to be reactionary to everything in the world. Well, then We've got to listen to it. We've got to understand, okay, wait, I have an intuition, Michelle. I've got one. But what is, how do I know that that's what's talking to me and not one of the other three voices? Yes. Well, then you've got to then trust it. Because how many of us will be like, okay, you know what? I have an intuition. I, I can hear it. I can see it. I can feel it. I know it. You know, however your intuition talks to you. Yeah. But then you've got to trust it. 
Yes. And then the very last step to really get and really understand how to live your life with your intuition is then you have to take the inspired action steps here in the physical world. So it's not all just about understanding I've got one or even listening to it or even trusting it. It's when you trust it and then you take that inspired action in the physical world, you will always create the life that you want Mm -hmm. when you follow that path. Mm -hmm. And that's what we love to teach. And that's what we work with our clients around. And that's what we like to support our coaches that we certify um, and help them understand their intuition so that they can have that same path. So that's, that's how I, that's how I found it is going from corporate into business coaching, then not understanding why they weren't doing what I was you know, saying would work, then listening to my own t- intuition and then teaching it and then helping people live with that 80% inspired action yes. versus 80% of that other noise in their heads. Absolutely. I think that that noise is what holds people back. But Absolutely. it's interesting because you talked about four voices, three of which hold mm-hmm. you back. So is this a methodology or an understanding that you, your company's genius unlocked that you unlocked, or is this something, cause I know you're trained in neuro-linguistic programming and timeline therapy and, you know, energy work. And I'm just curious, like how it came into play. Yeah, it is. It is a compilation of a whole bunch of studying on the spiritual, on the spiritual realm. Like you said, we do a lot of worth energy work in HUNA, and then we have, you know, leadership, which is our cognitive behavioral therapy. And we also deal with timeline therapy and neuro-linguistic programming. So it really is, it, it, it's basically, it's an embellishment of what other people have been trying to say. So yeah. we, we hear these things, yeah, or cliches or their sayings, or they're these really cool Instagram quotes, right? Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. So we like to say, okay, well, what's behind that? What does that mean? And so we denominalize that, which was, you know, just took it and really analyzed what does it really mean? So the four voices, your inner child, your inner critic, and your inner ego, they all have a job Yes. They are to be loved and listened to. Yes. They're there to protect. Yes. In their minds, in their, their voices, they're, they're your protector. They, they, they're serving a purpose in in the way they know how. (laughs) Right. So your inner ego is really the protector. It wants to protect your current identity. Yes. And your inner critic wants to keep you safe in your current identity, your, your inner critic knows how to deal with you. Now it is more, your inner critic is more scared of what you can become. Even if it's positive, even if it's a better life, it's scared because it doesn't know if it's safe to grow. Yes. So it, your inner critic wants to keep you safe in how you are now. So I tell this to my clients, I'm like, look, no one can do your problems any better than you can. Everybody can do their own problems the best that they can do it. And your inner critic wants to keep you there. It's, it's, it wants, because it knows how to deal with the patterns. It knows how to deal yes. with the problems that you have. Yeah. What's familiar. And it doesn't want new. It doesn't want new because it's scared. It wants to be safe. And then your yes. ego wants to protect the identity that you've created now. Yeah. It wants to dig in and be like, no. I'm this, I'm a mom, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm whatever label you slapped on yourself. Yep. And then your inner child is really trying to find the identity 
that was suppressed when all of the negative thoughts and emotions from your life became, you know, that, that just became part of what you manifested in your life. So your inner child is trying to, is trying to surface and uncover the suppressed identity from your childhood. So they, they're very, they, they all have a purpose. Well, your intuition is the translator. Your intuition gets your learnings. Like, what did you get to learn about the fact that I had four years of infertility? What did I learn about that? Instead of blaming and shaming and being, oh, poor me and, you know, life sucks. What did I get to learn about myself? My intuition gave me those learnings that I'm strong, that I'm tenacious, that I, you know, go after what I want. I, um, I have love that I never even really understood that I could go do what I wanted to do and not what I was told I was supposed to do. Yes. Yes. Follow the path that, okay, you go to college, you graduate, go get the good job, make an income, you know, you're supposed to follow these sort of like norms of what's the right. path is supposed to look like. And then a lot of people find themselves on that path and are deeply unhappy. Cause like you said, they're not listening to their truth. I, to me, intuition is the truth. It's yes. the truth. You're remembering the truth of who you are, your, your strength, in- your power. Yeah. Your intuition allows you to see yourself as source sees you. How, whatever your definition of source is, I, I, that, that I, that, that's a different call. Um, it could be, you know, God, the universe, universal consciousness, whatever source is to you. Intuition is the path and is, is what is showing you is how source sees you. And we're here having this human experience. And most people Really, they have about 80% of their thoughts in their mind, Michelle, is their inner critic, their inner ego, and their inner child. And they spend all this time trying to shut them up and be mean to them and tell them you're, you know, lock them in the back of their mind in a cage. I actually went to a, a coaching session once where that's what they told me to do with my inner critic was lock it in the cage in the back of my mind. And I was like, uh, no, my intuition was like, we're not doing that. <laughs> oh, interesting. And, um, your, your, your other three voices, they are all part of you. They all have a purpose. Yes. So first you discover you have an intuition, then you spend the time to evolve it. Then you start to integrate it. And when you've integrated your intuition with your other three voices, you're now 80% intuition, 20% they're like warning bells. They're like your gaslight coming on. It's a little battery in the fire alarm going, hello, there's something here for you to learn, Michelle. Yeah. I'm trying to, you, you think that I'm trying to tell you you're not good enough or you can't do that or um, you're don't do that. You're going to get hurt. Yeah. When in reality, your intuition could say, what do you deserve to learn so that as you're doing these activities and inspired actions, you can create the life that you want. Love it. And I want to hear and understand how you, because you said those those parts need to be loved. And it's funny because during my coach training program, they were labeling the inner critic too as something to, you know, push to the side and tell to keep quiet. And the funny part is they asked us to bring in a representation. And for whatever reason, I brought a picture of me when I was like seven years old and I started to cry. I'm like, this part needs love. It doesn't need to be shamed and yelled at because, right. Cause that's what it carries for whatever reason. And so that's, 
you know, that was one part of the program that I just didn't resonate. My intuition spoke to me in the way that yours did. I'm like, no, no, this, this part needs to be befriended and loved. Cause how, how do you yell at the seven-year-old part of you? Like, that's not what, exactly. You know. Yes, exactly. And yes. when you are going from discovering to evolving, to integrating, you actually are giving your inner critic, inner ego and inner child, a new job. Yeah. Right now, the job that they have is they run amok, right? They come out with no warning. They're like bowls in the China shop. You're sitting there having a nice day. And all of a sudden, all three of them come and start, you know, you know, giving you negative thoughts and emotions. Yeah. All those are, are again, warning signs or, or your gaslight coming on, giving you the opportunity to say what do I deserve to learn from this situation? Yes. The learnings of which will allow me to grow and to, you know, step more into my, what we call our, your genius. So when you are loving on them, so now we don't want to, we don't want to, what's the word? Um, my intuition will give it to me in just a second. We don't want to coddle them. We want to get the learnings. Yeah. We don't want to ignore them. Yeah. We don't want to sh- shame them. Like you said, you want to get the learnings. And most of the time, most of the time your intuition can easily and effortlessly give you the learnings. Now, for those that are not, those are that are really have either like trauma, addiction, PTSD, um, some of, some of the things that we really work with, um, with our clients and what we certify our coaches to support their clients in doing, it takes a little bit more work than just consciously reframing or asking my intuition. That's where you got to do some deep work to, to release those negative thoughts and emotions that gave fuel to those three voices, but your intuition is the answer. So instead of doing 80% of those voices and 20% intuition, we want to flip it upside down where you're getting those warning signs about 20% of the time. And then you developed and evolved your intuition and integrated it so it will, you'll, you'll, you'll know you have it. You'll listen to it. You'll trust it. And then you'll take the action Yeah, because you know, and the one thing I do want to say this, I meant to say this earlier. I just want to say this one thing. The other thing that's really cool about the four voices yes. is for people to really, truly understand this statement. <clears throat> Your intuition is always kind, always, yes. always kind. Yes but not always gentle. Yes. You will get your intuition will kick you in the butt. It will kick you. Like you, you, we actually, we call it around here a dead fish. We call it Wanda the dead fish. It's like this, like you just get smacked. You're like, (gasps) but it's always kind. Yes. And one thing that we do in our intuition work a lot with our clients and we, we, we do do somatic coaching, which really teaches about how that mind body connection is really getting people to understand that they think they might be listening to their intuition, but their intuition is blaming, shaming, justifying, making assumptions, being negative, being a victim of circumstance, blaming every, they think everything's outside of themselves. Yeah. So if you can really internalize that, what you, what you're hearing in your mind or what you're feeling or seeing, or just knowing if it's kind to you, not gentle, sometimes it's a little smack in the face, but it will be kind. Then you can start to trust it even more. That's a big nuance 
that um, we like to share with our clients because they'll come in. They're like, my intuition said this. I'll be like, uh, no, that's <laughs> not your intuition because that is not nice. <laughs> you right. are not being nice to yourself. <laughs> right. It can't be your intuition if it's speaking to you like that. Well, that's interesting. And I think in order to trust and discern, right? Because it takes a level of yeah. discernment of like, wait, is this intuition or is this like fear trying to tell me this is the way and it's saying it so confidently, but maybe not so kindly, you know, you're, you're not able to discern. Um, how, how does somebody get clear? Is it just literally paying attention to whether it's kind? Like, do you, because I feel it, it's sort of a knowing, like I'm pointing to my chest right now. It's like, just like, okay, yeah, that was my intuition. And it can come like, it's like a quick, like it can be so fast though that you have to listen, you have to be paying attention or you could miss it, right? Yes. So first off, I want to acknowledge 1 million percent people can experience their intuition in different ways. Some people see it, some hear it, some feel it, or some it's just a knowing, or it's a combination of any of that. Now at this point with as much work that I do, it's really a visual knowing or a visual kinesthetic, a feeling at the same time. Mm. Um, and how I didn't get, I didn't start there. So what, what you can do, and it really is. So it's like the four stages of learning, right? So, um, and, and, and there, and I'll, and I'll say it really quickly and then I'll apply it right to intuition is first, we're unconsciously incompetent. We don't know what we don't know. I didn't know what an intuition truly was in my 20s when i was in corporate when i was going through all that i i didn't know what i didn't know then you become you become consciously incompetent which means you know what you don't know yeah. you're like okay i know i've got an intuition yes and what how in the world do i deal with this yes like what do i do then you become consciously competent and the consciously competent part is really the hardest part for most people because they start they start learning it and they start practicing it then they start getting down on themselves because they're like oh i didn't listen to my intuition oh and then they it actually can exacerbate the negative thoughts and emotions during the conscious competence stage yeah and then you become unconsciously competent where you're just you know it it, it just shows up you maybe again it's about 80 20 now right? You might still go, oh, darn, I should have turned right instead of left that way. So when you can think about it in the four stages of learning, when you get to the conscious competent, which is when you're, when you are consciously saying, I want to grow my connection to my intuition, yeah, it's doing little activities. So one of the things that I, I have all my clients, so I actually do a weekly intuition call every Thursday. I've been doing it for almost four years now. Every Thursday at 9 a.m., I'm there for all of our clients. And it's basically, the question is, what is your intuition? What did you learn today? Or what questions do you have about your intuition over the last week? And then who knows what we talk about? Because it when you become so intuitive yes. and you start practicing. So this is what I tell my clients. I was like, look, first start with something simple. And then, because you don't want to go right for the big, you, you want to start with something simple. Yeah. Something that's not going to trigger those other voices so quickly. Right. Right. So I do, I literally do it. There's two ways for me to take my daughter to school, high school. I either go straight or turn left. So I started practicing and asking my intuition, should I go straight or should I turn left? Uh-huh. But here's the thing. You have to be conscious of what it 
feels like, what you see, what you hear, or what you know when you make the decision, whether it be, quote, right or wrong. Yes. So if I get this feeling and I'm like, oh, I'm going to turn left. And I turn left and I realize when I get around the corner that the other line of cars is down to the other stop sign. I'm like, yes, pay attention right then and there. Say, okay, what did I feel? Mm -hmm. What did I see? What did I heal? And you make a conscious effort. This is the piece that people don't do. Yes. You make a conscious effort to build that connection. You're like intuition. Thank you. Now, purposely don't listen to your intuition. So next time you come to the stop, you come to the turn and you go straight instead. And then you get in a long line of cars and you're like, yep, I knew because my intuition said to do that way. What did I do that I didn't follow? Yes. Oh, this. Yes. You have to do the conscious, competent part of the learning stage. You can't just be like, oh, I have an intuition now. Oh, darn it. I must suck because I don't listen to it all the time. No, 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 no. Pay attention and then make it bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. And test it, test it, test it, test it all the time. Test it. Even if you go, oh, darn that I, I, she, my intuition said to go left. I went straight. Even if you went straight, you still learn from it, right? You're either learning or getting more connection. So, and then communicate with your intuition, meditate learn how ask it questions. Yes. We do a whole process. It's so fun. And actually one of the things I'd, I'd love to share with your, with your, with your guests is a, is a 23 day meditation series that takes you from A to Z on how to evolve your intuition. So I'll give that as a free gift here at the end, yeah. but that is, that is, um, is really, you have to become consciously competent about your intuition. Yeah. So practice with it, talk to it, Um, and then you'll start to, you'll start to have more like you right now, you said you have more of a knowing and a feeling, the more you work with your intuition, you might then start seeing like a yes to me is butterflies. So either see butterflies out in the world. I see them in my mind's eye, or I have butterflies in my stomach. That's a yes to me. And I've developed that over the last few years. Cause I have that with I will pay attention to the birds and the, but like, just as I'm thinking about a challenge, like, or I'll say, God, give me like guidance or something, which is me trying to talk like how did you define it? Intuition is like God's reflection of us. Right. So I'll ask and I'll, I'll pay attention to that, but I actually didn't connect that to intuition as much. So Mm -hmm. that's interesting, but you actually will see a butterfly in your mind's eye because you've been doing it so long. Yeah. And I, and I did, I did a meditation, um, with, and actually it's, I think it's one, actually one of the meditations in the, in the free gift is to get your yes, no, what is a yes? What is a no? What does it look like? Feel like, sound like what, how do you have a knowing? And then you, then you play with it. It really is testing it in in a positive way and being like, okay, what, what is that? What, you know, what do I do? And then, then some people will be like, well, what about, I I'm good with the, what direction do I turn Jen, but I'm not going to trust my intuition when it tells me to do something big. That's one of your other three voices trying to keep you where you're at. Yeah. Yeah. I so. think absolutely. I was going to ask you, cause you said you meditate. Sometimes I was going to ask you, do you journal with it? Do you do other exercises with it? Something simple that somebody listening could actually 
practice beyond yeah. like, you know, driving consumption. Let's say it's a bigger question. Like they've had success with some of their smaller stuff, but now they're sitting with something that's so like it may impact their family or like beyond them. I find that's where I get blocked sometimes when it's beyond something for me specifically. Absolutely. So how do, how do you, how do you navigate that? So that's a, that's great question. I was going to go right into that too. So that's, that's brilliant is when you are in that conscious competent stage where you're testing it and learning it and trusting it. Yeah. It's, it's really about enhancing it. So yes, um, we, we are huge in med- for meditation Yeah, that we're very, very specific in that we don't meditate to relax. We meditate to get learnings. So all of the meditation that we do with our, with our clients, with our programs, everything that we do, and we're building up our connection to our intuition is it's always to meditate, to get learnings. So the more you, you, and, and, and what do I mean by that? Learnings in the sense of, so let's say you do have something that you want to, a decision that's a little bit bigger than, you know, what direction do I turn, which is fair enough. That's where everybody wants to go with your intuition, right? Is if you do a meditation and you ground and connect, which to us is, is just really grounding into the mother earth energy and then connecting to your definition of source, just so you know that you're not all there by yourself. Yeah. Then you ask your intuition to come out. Hmm. However, your intuition appears is perfect for you. Okay. So if your intuition is visual, if it's something that, if it's a noise, if it's a feeling, or if it's just a knowing, you're like, no, my intuition's here. Then you start asking questions and then you ask intuition, what do I, if, if I was to make decision A, what are the positive thoughts and emotions that can come up? And you all want to start with the, po- excuse me, you want to start with the positive. Then you say, if I make decision B, what are the positive thoughts and emotions? Okay. So now sometimes right then and there, you're going to know A, B. Other times you're like, well, it's kind of, it's not really a pros and cons. It's the positive thoughts and emotions. So maybe that super come quick. up organically that you're yes, not you thinking. Ask your yeah. intuition. What yeah. are my positive thoughts and emotions? If you don't have any, is that information right there? Like yes. if all you're getting is negative, then there you go. Well, then you ask the negative question. Okay. So then you go to your intuition and say, okay, that back to decision A, intuition, what are the negative thoughts and emotions? Mm. And then decision B, what are the negative thoughts and emotions? Then this is the key. This is where, and, and yes, you can do this on your own. Yes, it takes practice. Yes, rewind this um, this part of the podcast and do this over and over and over again. Then you go back to the negative to, to decision A, and you now you have your you already have your positive thoughts and emotions. So you already know that there's something there that's good for you. Yeah. Then you ask, what do I deserve to learn about myself? Mm around these negative thoughts and emotions, because that's going to expose either your inner critic, your inner ego, or your inner child. It's going to expose which one is talking to you. Yes. Does it want to keep you like in, in the identity that you're in now Yeah. that you're trying to break free from? Yeah. Does it want to keep you safe or is it trying to uncover a suppressed identity when you find those learnings? So let's just say the learnings are Um, and and the learnings are positive qualities and characteristics about yourself. That's what we mean by a learning. Yes. So it's like, I'm, you want to give an example from your, I'm compassionate. I'm empathetic. I'm strong. Um, I'm tenacious. I'm, 
you know, brave, courageous, like anything magical. I'm intuitive. And then you're going to start realizing it's going to, those voices are going to, the negative things are going to start quieting down. Mm. Then you go to decision B. If I do decision B, what do I get to learn about this? Then you ask your intuition, give me a sign, give me, um, let me know in a way that's easy and effortless for me to understand yes. what decision do I have? Yes. Here's the key though. Okay. So that, that's how you do it. That's how you do it. And, and, and rewind this. And we there, and one of the meditations you guys can have that you guys will have will be that's in the program. You can, I mean, in the free offer, you can listen to it, but here's the key. It doesn't matter. This is what's hard for people to get. It doesn't matter which decision you make. Because your intuition is like GPS. It'll just reroute you. So you cannot make a wrong decision. And that is the hardest thing for people to comprehend. Because they'll be like, Jen, I did all of this. And I went over here and this fell apart. No, no, no. It didn't fall apart. It brought you the new learnings that you deserve to learn. Your intuition we'll reroute it and we'll, we'll be like, no problem. Let's learn it this way. Right. You can't do it wrong. You cannot do it wrong. I think that's a beautiful message. And I think that's what holds a lot of people back is that fear of like going to fail, make a mistake, whatever it is. And knowing that that's just beautiful. I mean, you just truly can't do it wrong. Like, and I love that you're tying it to learnings because you're getting, it's true. There's going to be something that, and it's just going to make you stronger and ideally get you more like trusting and in tune with that intuition. Yes, because whether or not you felt you made the right or wrong decision. So that's a, that's another thing that we like to take out of our clients' language is take out right or wrong. There is no right or wrong. Yes. If we try to, we, we don't try. We, uh, there is no try, he says Yoda, right? It's like, no, we take out the um, right or wrong because yes. it's not about right or wrong. It's about what did I deserve to learn I learn it. So this is where patterns come in. Yes. Is your, your intuition will give you something and, and, and then you have the opportunity to learn from it. And if you learn from it, great. If you don't guess what, here comes the pattern again. Or did you learn it this time? So it, it's, it's when people start becoming aware, yes. they have a pattern that isn't yes. serving them. They'll be like, huh, I need to like, look at my intuition more. Let me, let me just do it. It doesn't mean that all of that was wrong. It's you just needed to learn the learnings and now your intuition in the universe or whatever that is for you is like, well, let's try it this way. Well, let's try it this way. Let's try it this way. Let's try it this way. Oh, you got it. Finally pattern broken. Yeah. So then if you can think about it that way, then you can stop blaming and shaming yourself. Mm. which doesn't serve anybody. Absolutely. And what you said is applicable to obviously like romantic relationships, right? Being in the dance of always maybe attracting somebody who's emotionally unavailable. That was my pattern in my early twenties, you know, right. And then you, you sort of, you wake up with eventually and, you know, yeah, you get on, get on path, but it's obviously for business. And I know a lot of the work you do is for like using intuition to connect to is related to wealth generation too. 
Yeah, we we believe that there's nine areas of life in the in the in the pie. There's you know there's wealth, there's business, there's family, there's intimate relationships, there's self expression, there's health, there's spirituality, and then there's self love. So that's what we feel. They're like there's nine areas of life, and some people think that it's a pie that's divided, and we're like no 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 no. Each sliver of the pie is a hundred percent, and the and the in the process and the way to move forward, you know, in a positive direction with all areas of those lives, with all areas of your lives is to use your intuition in, in all of those areas of life, because how you do one thing is how you do everything. Mm -hmm. So if you, if you're focusing on your intuition and business per se, let's say that you're, you're really focusing in business and your intuition, yet you start ignoring your intuition when it comes to health which means maybe you're working too much, mm. right? Because you're like, oh, I really want to focus on business and I'm listening to my intuition, but my health is going sideways. Your intuition is going to bring that to your attention. Mm. So the, your intuition is your thread between all areas of life. So you can feel and see and know and do and be inspired to thrive in all areas of your life and not feel like you just have to pick one at any given day. It's like, oh, today is self-care day. No, 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 no. <laughs> Every day is all of the days. And just where does your intuition lead you um, to focus? So it's interesting. So I will journal with, for me, it's God. You know, you said it depends sure, on whatever absolutely. your source energy, universe, whatever, whatever you consider that. And I'll ask to tune in. So in your, what you're talking about in your work, would you say that that in essence is also another exercise where I'm tuning into my intuition through God? Like how, so, cause I will literally say, God, what do I need to know about the situation? Or I'll ask yes or no questions. And I'll get like, I literally like the pen will like underline the yes. And I'm like, okay, okay. And then like, there's a, the, the voices will come in and I'll start wanting to not trust them. And I'll second guess and I'll ask again and I'll ask again. And it's like, Okay, I'm obviously going into one of these these parts. So I'm just curious. So like that exercise, would you consider that? Yes. And one other thing that um you just brilliant that your intuition asked, had you asked that question, because it's making me now say this. So when I was talking earlier about how your intuition was the translator, yes, it's also so source, God, the universe, whatever your definition of source is. Source deals in the abstract, chunked up, symbolic. Your conscious mind, on the other hand, is in massive details in specifics. Yes. Which we both, we need, we we both have to have the abstract, our unconscious mind and source and all that. And then our, and our conscious mind. Well, what happens is our conscious mind is the goal setter, right? Like we set a goal in our conscious mind. I want to have a relationship. I want to weigh, you know, 120 pounds. I want to have a six, a seven figure business, whatever your, your conscious mind is setting that goal. Very specific. Yeah. The universe and God in source is like, but you're not going to tell me how to give it to you. So it's abstract. So it's trying to tell you what to do, but it talks in symbols. It it, it doesn't give you the play-by-play that your conscious mind wants. Your intuition is the translator. You get a symbol, like you do a meditation. 
And you're like, I want to launch this new program. I want to do this new, this, you know, launch a new group coaching program, or I want to get certified in, 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 in a different level of coaching. What does that look like? Your intuition, your, your unconscious mind and, your, and God and the source will give you a symbol because it's yeah. talks and abstract. Your intuition tells you what that means so that your conscious mind gets it. Yeah. So if your conscious and unconscious mind are running parallel and not communicating, you're spinning, you're spinning your wheel. You're on a hamster wheel. You have to integrate your conscious and your unconscious mind. And that's how source talks to us is through our unconscious mind, right? That's, it's, it's, that's where God is. It, that's where we're hearing our downloads. That's where we're getting our abstract. That's where we're getting our symbols. Yes. Your intuition is the translator. Yes. So that's the learnings or what does that represent? Yes. So if you get like, to me, I didn't know that butterflies were my yes. And I asked, and so then I tested it. So now I know anytime I feel it, see it in my mind's eye or see a one in the real world, there's a yes to a question I'm asking. And it's a symbol. The universe didn't say, so that's what you're, when you're, when you're doing the, you know, the, the free writing, or when you're asking for them to give you, you're getting a response, but it's a symbolic response. So you ask your intuition, what does this represent? Your intuition will tell you, and now you can move forward. Yeah. It's interesting because oftentimes it's always starts love yourself or it's like very short. It's never, you know, very detailed, but that's interesting because sometimes Go ahead, please. No, I was agreeing with you. Keep going. Yeah, no. And sometimes it's, you know, uh, a song will come into your mind or it'll be call so-and-so or, you know, something playing over and over. So that's how it gives you the detail of what you need to receive, right? Right. Or I'll see um, license plates. Yes. Jen, literally one day, like praying about something like, God, just give me a sign. Am I on the right track? I'm like, I need guidance. Literally, I pull out a mile down the road. It was guidance was on the license plate without the letter I. It was like G-U-D-A-N-C-E because that you have to have a certain. And I was like, undeniable, undeniable. But then we want to deny, don't we? Because we're the 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 other three voices want to deny because, oh my gosh, if I go do that, yeah, these other three voices don't know what to do. So we want to develop our intuition so much so that we can give them a new job. And the new job supports the intuition instead of tries to get us not to to listen to it. So it takes practice, but you're right. Mm-hmm. you you see it, and that's where you that's where you, you know, you have one and you, and you hear it or you see it, but you don't yeah. you trust it yeah. or you don't take the inspired action. You're like, ah, nah, nah, nah. That's right. Right. We might get 75% of the way and we're not going the hundred percent. Well, the good news is you didn't do anything wrong. That's right. You Just, can't mess it up. You can't mess it up. So you're like, the universe is like, okay, she, she saw the guidance. <laughs> didn't do that step. Okay. We'll do it. We'll show her in a new way. It it literally is like your GPS system. It is not mad at you. It is not, you know, smacking its head going, Oh my gosh, why is Michelle and Jen not listening to me? It's like, Oh, let's try this new thing. So when you can, when you can lean into that and you can give yourself a freaking break, just give yourself a break and be like, Oh, this is fun. I'm excited to learn. And then, oh, I, I guess that wasn't what I was supposed to do. Put that in the in the book. That's right. But when you do follow your intuition, so let's say, Michelle, you saw that guidance and it, it was to do something and you did it. 
This is the key. Then become consciously aware. What did you feel? What did you see? What did you hear? And what did you know? Yeah. Build that up and say, okay, intuition. I got it. I felt it. Don't just let it flutter by. Anchor it into your neurology. Anchor it into your your synapses in your brain and your feeling and let and go, okay, ah, I got it. Now I know what my intuition feels like. Every single time you go, yes, make it's it's called a VK synesthesia, but we don't need to get all fancy. Yeah. It's just you're you're visually and kinesthetically building those neurons and that neurology in your brain of this is what it feels like to have an intuition. This is what I see. This is what I know. And this is what I hear. And you will start that swing of becoming more 80% intuition instead of 20% intuition. I love it. And you know what I really have loved about this conversation, Jen, and I hope that is, you know, one of the big takeaways is, is this idea that you can't do it wrong. And when you're like, God, the universe source, whatever is going to just guide you back. Like, okay, Michelle didn't get that. Jen didn't get that. You know, whoever you are out there listening. Okay. But that the loving presence of, you know, the fact that we are love, we come from a loving presence is going to lovingly guide us back gently and consistently back on course. And so it's our invitation to receive that invitation, have curiosity, approach it with some play and just like partner with what's trying to come through. Right. And just, yes. And have fun. Look at solutions. I love curiosity is like my favorite word. Yes. It's getting, it's being curious and looking at what do I deserve to learn from this? What did I just figure out about myself because of this? Yeah. And it's for the positive things too. That's another thing. Some people, my clients ask some time, they're like, well, Jen, I, I want this. I want to focus on what I want, right? My intuition, I'm, I want this, but let me go clean up all the reasons why I don't have it. Uh, no, then all you're doing is reinforcing why yes. you don't have it. No, ask your intuition. What do I deserve to learn so I can focus on this more? Yes. And your life will turn, start to turn around, even if it's 1% a day, 1% a day, will not, you won't even recognize yourself in 30 days. You won't even recognize yourself in 60 or a year or with me, gosh, I, I've been working on almost 10 years now. I've been really developing into this intuition work. 2011 was when I was first inter- really, truly introduced to my intuition when I realized what it was. And I don't, I don't even know who that person was back then because I was, negative. I was depressed. I didn't think I could do it. I needed, you know, I quit corporate America. I wasn't sure what I was going to do. Could I make it? Didn't make a lot of money in the beginning. And when I really honed in and realized, like I said, your, your conscious mind is the goal setter, but your unconscious mind is the one that goes and gets it. It's what are you, what inspired action are you going to take? And that's now led to um, amazing relationship with my girls, um, to ha- to running a seven figure business, to having the most amazing experiences, getting to meet people like you, Michelle. And thank you so much for letting me share so much with your with your loyal listeners. I mean, it is fantastic the value that you bring them, and to be able to to talk about this 
and to really help people out there understand you have all the answers inside of you. It's just a matter of, of loving yourself, like you said, loving yourself enough to trust that your intuition is leading you because it is the translator. It is how source sees you and leaning into that and knowing it's okay to just get curious and go have fun. I mean, you, you, you summed it up beautifully and um, I'm just really excited for anyone out there that's going to take this to the next level. Yeah. Well, I am so grateful for your time. I, it's such a pleasure to connect with you, um, to hear about, you know, how you came to this. And then also, I just feel like there were so many important takeaways and somebody can go back. I think I will be going back and listening to this conversation again and just, you know, seeing what, what comes through. Is there anything you want to leave the women listening with, you know, maybe check in with your intuition too, anything you're feeling called to just, you know, kind of, uh, you know, finish off the conversation with today um, that you're feeling called to share? Yes, I, I appreciate that. Yes, especially for for the for the women here is we and I'm going to make a little bit of a generalization, so please reject what doesn't apply. I am going to make a little bit of a of a generalization. I've been on this planet for a little bit. Um, and it truly is when you can truly believe that you are here in this human experience for your experience and not for others. So I tend a lot to work with a lot of clients, especially women where they think everything has to be outside of themselves. And I was that I was just as guilty of that as anyone else. Um, I didn't talk too much about that part of my story, but I, I, I was able to use my intuition to get out of an, uh, an emotionally abusive marriage for after 25 years um, and now have an amazing relationship with my ex because of how I used my intuition to guide me, my, me through that. And, and not to go off on a, on a sideways story, yet what I realized is that I had all of these labels that I put on myself. I put on this of, a, of being married for 25 years, being a cop's wife, being a mom. And I had all these, lab, being a business owner, had all these labels. My intuition helped me find who I was and all of those labels fell away. And I actually then created the, the life and business that, that I have now with the amazing relationship with my daughters, an amazing relationship, amicable relationship with my ex and just a thriving business. It's because with women, sometimes we don't think it's okay to take care of us inside first, but everything outside of us is a reflection of inside of us. So if we can hone in and really trust our intuition and take those inspired action steps, everything outside of you will change. It will change for the better. It will change for the way that you want it, but that's scary. I get it. So just take one step at a time, take one intuitive hit at a time, take one meditation at a time, take one inspired action at a time, get 1% better every day. And you will start to realize that your genius will shine from within Mm. instead of having to be, to be, you know, reflected by those outside of you. So Thank you. That really wasn't intuitive. Just when you said that, I was just like, "Woo!" let me just, you know, I got goosebumps. So I, I, I got goosebumps. I fully received that. And I'm feeling like everyone's receiving that. I just, I've loved this conversation so much. You are such a light and I'm so grateful to you. Um, 
I'm sure women, I know I'd love to learn more. Where do I direct them? Where are those meditations? Where can I direct people? Yeah. So um, anyone is welcome to reach out to me um, in the show notes. It's Jen Benninger. It's Genius Unlocked Coaching Institute. Yet this is the free gift I want to give everyone. Um, You have to just text the word intuition. Go figure. Text the word intuition. And we'll also put this in the show notes to 650-402-2699. I'll say that one more time. 650-402-2699. 2699. And all you have to do is text the, the word intuition to that number. It'll send you a link and you'll get access to these 23 meditations. Um, I would listen. They're not necessarily for you to listen to one every day. Just listen to them as in order though. And it's really your A to Z to developing your intuition, learning about learnings, um, really understanding. And some of you might find one of those meditations you want to listen to two or three times before you move on to the next one. It's totally self-paced. Um, and they're, they're beautifully produced and it really is to help you develop that connection, um, to your intuition. And again, you can find me on any, any of the social, um, but really I'd love for you guys to have those, those, um, meditations. Um, and Michelle, thank you so much for letting me be here and share. I love this stuff. It is my genius and we all have a genius inside of us. And, um, this is definitely yours sharing this, these great topics with your audience. Oh, thank you. Yeah, such a pleasure and for sure this is your this is your your genius place. Um I've learned so much and I'm so grateful for you today. And all of the show notes will be over at thegoodlifecoach.com and I will link that text number there as well as Jen's website and your social handles. So, thank Thanks. you so much. So grateful to, for your time today. Thanks, Michelle. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I hope you gained some new information or inspiration for your life. That is that the essence of this show is to really wake up to what's possible for you to reclaim your beautiful voice and to really learn to love and prioritize yourself. So if you gained any value from any of the conversations you've tuned into, make sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast player. You can do that right now on your phone. And please do consider leaving a rating and review if you have yet to do so on Apple Podcasts. It's actually how more women can find the show. And I really want to grow a community of women who are loving themselves and living full on. So thank you as always for tuning in. And I look forward to reconnecting with you next Wednesday. Bye for now. Mm -hmm.